Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, Stiff Farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget. Hi guys, well, welcome to a breaking news episode of the 49er Faithful UK show. We bring you a special episode based on the latest breaking news. I'm sure everybody has already seen. That's right, guys. We've received a positive review on iTunes. <laughs> Get that. Thank you to Alex Simpson for the review. It's much appreciated. Yeah, thanks, Alex. That's the latest yeah. breaking news. Uh, anybody got anything else? Is, is there anything else that we should know about? Oh, no, same. Pretty, pretty, pretty quiet, yeah, quiet on the NFL front. Today. Very quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> of course, apart from the trade news. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that kind of came out of left field. Um, I, I don't know about the rest of you, but um, it did catch me on the hop a little bit. I expected some sort of trade to happen close to the draft if we were going to trade up. Um, but obviously, it, it's happened now, and there must be a reason behind that. And it probably is aligns to the fact that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan are giving an interview later today. So where I would normally go to Najee for the first comments of the episode, I'm actually going to go across to Paul. So basically, everybody will be aware, we've actually traded up to pick number three in the draft. Um, it's it's obvious that we're going to take a quarterback. You don't trade that many picks away to go up and take either a left tackle or a wide receiver. So do you want to do you want to tell everybody exactly what we gave up? Uh, yeah, of course. So I mean, we traded with the the Dolphins for their number three pick, and we have given up number twelve this year. We have given up our next two first round picks in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. We've also given up our third round compensatory pick for Robert Sala for this year as well to move into that number three slot. And to be honest, I actually think that was quite cheap. To move uh, up to number three from 12. Yeah, I agree. We still got eight picks this year, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. So, I mean, the the impact of this is Jimmy G, his time is more than likely over as a 49er. And, and that's why I want to go across to Paul, because Paul is a huge Jimmy G fan. How are you feeling, Paul? Um, Like you said, I think it's got all of us by surprise um I mean, first of all we've said it many a times on this show as there are a lot of us who are fans of jimmy but when it comes to the 49ers we want the best players and the best positions let's face it you trade given that much capital up we're going for a qb that, there's no bones about that um but let's just think we have to thank jimmy he's got us back you know when he came in from new england you were saying um, in the group chat earlier about you and brian some of the shows you, you did back in the day, <laughs> um, some of the QB players would say. Yeah. But, you know, let's let's just start off with saying Jimmy's done what we needed him to do. However, got to give the front office, like we said in the last episode, all the credit. They've decided to go all in. And now let's just get talking about where we're going to go with number three. Who Who's the first name that's jumping off the, the list to everyone? Gareth, do you want to take up that um, question? Mm, uh, yeah, it's caught me by surprise. I haven't been really looking at, at the top top three or four quarterback prospects because they, they appeared out of reach. 
So it's uh, it's Zach Wilson or it's Justin Fields or CJ Beathard is the new QB1 at the Jags um, and it's Trevor Lawrence. So take take what you want from that. Um, yeah, Justin Fields, quite happy with. I think Zach Wilson is the guy I, I can see Shanahan liking more than any other quarterback. Um, and it's quite bold going for pick three because, of course, there is always the chance that the Jets like him as well. Um, so unless that discussion has been had behind closed doors and, and we've got an idea of which direction the Jets are going to go, um, what worries me slightly about that is is if it is the only the one guy that Shanahan wants, somebody could come in um, uh, and feel like they're forced to offer the world to the Jets for pick number two if they want him as well. Um, sorry to sorry to be a bit of a downer on that, but um, yeah, exciting times. Um, I was looking forward to a to a quiet evening about forty minutes ago, um, and since then, I think I, I've got no battery left on my phone. It's been chirping so much. <laughs> Uh, so over over to Nadji really for for the uh, reasoned analysis analysis. Yeah, I'm super excited. I talked about it on the last podcast. If anybody's listened, I think it's a good way of managing the cap for next year. We've got loads of big contract coming up, and uh, getting rid of two first round pick 2022 2023 will probably allow us to give. Uh, all pro Fred, the contract he deserves next year. So I'm really happy about that. I think it's really smart football uh, in terms of business um, because, yeah, I, we're going to take a quarterback. There's no way we give up basically f- uh, four picks uh, to not take a quarterback, especially this year, right? When we know this is what the top of the list is is comprised of. Um, because anything could have happened at 12 and we could have still have one at 12, I think. But uh, clearly, the you know, John and, and Kyle and the scouts have been talking to everybody and I had a feeling this would happen. Um, th- there's so much quarterback needy team and it's such a quarterback league these days and, and the talent there is this year. I think it's going to be one, two, three, four. It's going to be four quarterback off the board. And, and I think that's why we made the move. Um, so I'm happy about it. A, because and that's what we're doing on podcast. We're all super excited now because the next season is just going to be on top of having this Super Bowl ready team. Um, we're going to have a bright new young um, quarterback and prospect to take us into you know the next 10 years, hopefully, or more and, and take the franchise to um, to where it deserves to be, which is on top. Uh, yeah, so super excited for that. Now, you mentioned, Gareth, that it's either Justin Fields or, uh, or Zach Wilson. And I agree. Um, I need to watch some tape on Justin Fields. Um, and I think, Lee, you agree with me. Ohio State and quarterback isn't something that just rings true. Um, it's yeah, always, I completely agree you know, with that. Um, the best they've had, they've had to offer might have been Dwayne Haskins and look where he is now, right? Um, apart from, you know, Kirk Upstreet or, or somebody like that that you used to play in, in the 80s and, and 70s maybe. Um, so I, I'm a little bit on the fence on Justin Fields, but I did watch him against Clemson when Clemson didn't have Trevor Lawrence and he had an incredible game. He was awesome. He was hurt and a little bit a la Matt Stafford kind of game Thanksgiving. He, he got hurt and got back up and carried his team to win to win that game to get to the championship, which 
it was an awesome game. If people want to, you know, get some good tape of Justin Field, watch that game. Um, he's a big guy. Uh, he's like six six or something like that. He's massive. Uh, he can run very fast, and he would fit probably perfectly. But I just need to be sold purely because of where he comes from. Uh, when it comes to Zach Wilson, I just I don't think there's a there's any doubt. He's is my favorite player of last year in college. I watched maybe three or four of his game live uh, just because I wanted to watch him um, as well as Fred Walner's brother. I'd be, I'd be who are you? So I watched that a lot. I watched him a lot and yeah, I fell in love after watching about a quarter of, of his play. He's absolutely awesome. And I think, um, I don't know, you can tell me what you think, Lee, but I have a sense Kyle and John know exactly what Robert Sal is going to do. And that's why we're here and we're going to get Zach Wilson. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, so I I agree one hundred percent with that. I I think the um what could you call it the the, the mates bond there that they'll have spoken to Robert Seller and know exactly where he's going. Um, admittedly, out of Wilson and Fields, I wanted Wilson. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it is going to be Justin Fields that we take. Um, obviously, news broke not long after our news broke that the Philadelphia Eagles have, oh, sorry, the Miami Dolphins have actually traded back into the top 10, up to number six, and took the Philadelphia Eagles um, pick. They've now got our 12th pick, and apparently the Eagles tried to get in at number three, but they would only give up the draft picks if they were sure they were going to get Wilson, and they weren't sure about it. That doesn't mean that the Jets are going to take Wilson. It just means that they had no idea who the Jets were going to take. Whereas I think we are better placed to know exactly who the Jets are going to take. So the way I'm looking at it is out of the top three quarterbacks, you've got Lawrence, you've got Wilson, you've got Fields. Shanahan and Lynch are comfortable with all three of those. So they're quite happy to give up whatever they needed to to get to number three because they're going to get a guy they wanted and that they thought was a good value for that pick. So I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, going back to the comments about Ohio State, yeah, I agree with that as well. It makes us nervous that you don't tend to see good quarterbacks coming out of um, Ohio State or successful quarterbacks. But then again, it, it's not really down to the system. So those quarterbacks do look good for a reason when they play at the likes of Ohio State, Alabama. It's because they're surrounded by talent. Yeah. So they're bound to look good. Yeah. But I also have confidence in John Lynch and his um, scouting network. I believe they've they've looked at him on an individual level. Does he have the tools? Does he have the uh, the intangibles? Does he have the football knowledge, the smarts to actually read the field? And I, I I've got every confidence that they've done the homework and they do know that any one of those top three quarterbacks will fit Shanahan's system. And let's face it, we've all said it week after week after week on the podcast. Kyle Shanahan's schemes can make any quarterback look good. Absolutely. Because at times he made Nick Mullins look good and he made C.J. Bethard look good. It might not have been consistently, but he did make them look good at times and you thought, God, well beaters them. But then obviously they all had um, a very low ceiling to how they could perform. So I've got a really strange question for you. So I'm, I'm assuming that we're all over the moon, the fact that we've traded up to number three. It, it, like I said, it's obviously going to take a quarterback. Are any of you feeling at all the slightest bit guilty for feeling so happy at the moment? No, um, I mean, 
A little bit, a little bit. But we, I think, Paul, you're right. We we want the franchise to be good, right? It's not, we, we, we root for anybody that plays for the Niners. And if it happens to be Jimmy, then we root for him. Now, I think we've discussed at length here and online what we think of Jimmy and, and, and why we feel the way he feels. The fact that he hasn't played enough um, and has had up and down plays, I think is... You know, we know that that was the missing key to win that Super Bowl, maybe. Um, so a little bit, but in the meantime, it's a business, it's football. You know, um, he knows that, um, and you can't, you cannot not get excited about a young rookie that might, you know, elevate the whole, not just the our franchise, but you know, the entire NFL. Change the game, or, or you know, the way Pat Mahomes might might have, or because that's the situation we're in now. We might have the next Pat Mahomes, or you know, Lamar Jackson in our team next year, and that's just super exciting. You can't you can't deny that. What do you think, Paul? Guilty? <laughs> well, kind of a mixed emotions because I didn't watch a lot of college football, and obviously doing the podcast with yourselves, I started to watch it a bit more. And I remember we had a bit of a laugh just before Christmas when we talked about Zach Wilson and you were thinking our season was going the way it was going. So you start to watch a bit more. I'd seen Shanahan had worked with Justin Fields um, at one of those QB clinics he'd done. And I know his agent has tweeted recently, a bit of a cryptic tweet. I watched that game you referenced, Nadji, the Clemson game, and I thought he looked really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, the news broke, sat down for tea with the girls and I'm trying to get my girls into football and they know who Jimmy is, no Jimmy G is. And I was like, girls, it looks like Jimmy's gone. And they're like, oh. And I was like, well, getting someone better. And they're like, boom. And you think, yeah, that's the attitude, isn't it? Um, well, I mean, is he, though? Um, that's the question. Is he gone? Do you, I, I don't think we're going to get rid of him. Oh. I think we're going to keep him this year. Um, because there's talk that the, uh, the preseason might be just as COVID intensive as it was last year. So having okay. a rookie. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to interrupt you there because... It's not exactly breaking news because it happened an hour ago, but in the whole context of things, you can class it as breaking news if you want. So Adam Schefter tweeted out that the 49 is now square in the quarterback mix, but are holding on to Jimmy Garoppolo and have no plans to trade him. There you go. Yeah, that's, it makes sense. We, we might trade him after the draft when we are for sure getting the guy we want, right? But can that's we the, believe yeah. that? Because 49 sources also turned around and said, Jimmy Garoppolo is our number one guy next season. Although that could be true as well. Mm-hmm. No, mm. like, it could be true. That's what I'm saying. It, we could be in a world where the rookie can't hit the field until you know August because of COVID, and then it, there's no way he'll start. Right? He'll just sit behind Jimmy and learn uh, Carl's system, which we all know isn't easy to learn. It, it takes time. First of all, you have to adjust from college to the NFL, which is definitely not easy. It's a different game, different roles. And everything, different hash marks, you know, um, so you have to do that. And then you have to as well assimilate Carl's playbook, which is not simple for quarterback, um, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah, um, we might have Jimmy week one uh, starter. I um, I could put money on that, actually, that we, we will have Jimmy as a starter. I think it's, it's interesting that Jimmy was tra- uh, drafted clearly not to take over from Tom Brady on day one. So he was drafted to sit for a yeah. couple of years. And so he's seen that from the other side. 
And so, you know, the Niners can can sit there and say, look, Jimmy, Jimmy's our guy going forward, but, you know, he's potentially not going to get a contract extension. Uh, and it, it could light a fire under Jimmy and say, OK, you can come and win a, win a Super Bowl with us. You've got actual genuine competition, which you haven't had at the Niners for, for the QB1 uh, spot, <laughs> and, and go and win yourself a, a big contract potentially yeah. somewhere else or, or yeah go and win a ring and then go back to new england yeah so, i tell you what uh, sorry gareth i tell you what's great about the nfl law you just you, you click on the twitter now and you've got george kittle and patrick mahomes having a nice exchange so mahomes has tweeted seriously though kittle's put oh wow i just work there i don't know what's going on and if kittle doesn't <laughs> know what's going on i think we're all a bit like what just trying to refresh twitter and oh man i'm I can't believe it's happened, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've got to say, I'm, I'm still in a little bit shock. Um, as I mentioned just before we started um, recording, um, I, I'd actually been out to Asda tonight, took the wife out to Asda because um, my son's pinched her car to go to work. And I mustn't have taken my phone off or I mustn't have put it on Do Not Disturb because it was in my pocket while I was driving back. And for the last five minutes of the journey, my leg was vibrating so much. It was unbelievable. There was message after message after message coming through about what had happened. There's obviously posts going into the group, which I get notified about. There's our um, our, our own isolated uh, messenger group uh, for the podcast, and that was going crazy. And believe it or not, the last time this happened, the last time my phone rang so much, it's because my wife had actually had an accident in the car and drove a car up a tree. Obviously, I knew that wasn't the case because she was sat to the left of us. So I was thinking, what the sudden hell has gone on here? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I absolutely gobsmacked. Uh, came in, put on uh, NFL Network straight away, got the news, found out what we traded, um, and literally sat watching uh, Zach Wilson's pro day as the news came through that the Dolphins had traded back up into number six, the Eagles now now have our number 12. And it's just this 45-minute period that's just gone absolutely mental. And I think that's what they're trying to see on NFL Network as well. Do you ever have days like this where a sport can be so exciting when it's in the off-season? I know, yeah, absolutely. The off-season yeah. has been incredible, hasn't it? I mean, we've managed oh, to re-sign all of our key free agents. We've now got the number three pick in the draft. And a couple well, of weeks ago, we were sat here thinking, do we have the cap space to sign our players? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, th I think, I, and then we touched on the last part, I think because our free agency has gone so well, it's allowed us to do this, hasn't it? Because we know we've got a trend for five years. So, you know, we, we know we've got use, use check for, for five years. We know we've got a center for the next three years. Uh, we, we don't really need anything next year either because all of our players, Bosa will still be here on his rookie contract. And it's only Fred Warner really that needs his extension, which I'm sure he'll, he'll get. And then, you know, we'll need a corner because uh, JV only signed for one year. Um, but Eman's uh, signed for two. So we know we're good for next year on that front. And so I, I think the fact that the free agency went so well and we still have 20 million in cap for some reason because because of magic probably um it's allowed us to be able to go a little for broke and you know mortgage the future a little bit um uh, like the rams did <laughs> in a way to get what well, what well, we want to get better this year you know 
the, the Whams and the Seahawks don't have first round picks in the next couple of years either. So exactly. Yeah, that's what you really point. wanted to say, Nadji, was when you the other night you said about getting rid of the picks for the salary cap in future. You're saying you set the stone for this, didn't you? You knew. You I knew. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think, uh, as per usual, uh, John listened to this podcast and thought, you know what, that's a good point. Let's just mm. trade up, and uh, that's you know because that's how it goes. And clearly, the organization is is listening to what we do. And yeah, I, I think good, that John Lynch. I, I think that John Lynch is a sneaky person. Like, I think he's got a burner account. Called Alex Simpson. <laughs> I think that's where the review came from. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's hard to put into words how I'm feeling at the moment. Like I said, I, the, the question I asked about feeling guilty is because we, we've all turned around and said we were quite happy to go into next season with Jimmy Caroppolo. We still um, might. Well, yeah, you're right. We still might. But my, Myself, I, I am sat here or stood here feeling a little bit guilty about how happy I am that we're going to get a new quarterback. Ah, it's as I said, it's it's exciting, isn't it? Quarterback. When was the last time we we had a, an exciting signing like like a, a superstar quarterback? You know, it's, it's been a while. It's Alex Smith. A, Alex Smith, yeah. two thousand five. It's been it's been a long while, and you know we've managed to be quite successful with Ali, but. If if we can just nail this pick, we'll be set for the next. That's, I think that's the premise, isn't it? If we nail this and we get even, you, you know, either Zach Wilson or Justin Fields turns out to be a superstar quarterback, like Pat Mahomes or, or, or you know, Aaron Rodgers or that kind of career, then the next 15 years were golden, you know, and we can just forget about Deshaun Watson and, and his problems and, and focus on that now, which is, which is it's just exciting, uh, you know. It's yeah, it's football manager like you sign exactly <laughs> who you want, you know. Uh, but yeah, if you want to feel even better, uh, I just did a bit of research on Justin Field and he, he ran a forty-yard dash of four-four-one, which is insane <laughs> for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah unbelievable. Uh, and he's, he's aiming for four-three by by his pro day, which I'm sure a lot of us uh, are going to watch very closely. I mean, echoing on what you've said there, Lee, sorry, sorry, Gareth. Um, no. Justin Herbert came into the league this year and um, mm. I joined a new fantasy football league and one of the lads really loved Justin Herbert. I hadn't seen much of him. And obviously the season he's had, I was pretty impressed. And I'm excited to you now that we've got a high draft pick to maybe get one of these next young superstar QBs. And that's right, that's it. So that's why I don't feel guilty to answer your question, Lee. But Do you know what excites really- me, Paul? <laughs> go on <laughs> how many picks I'm going to get when I trade it away on PFF <laughs> <laughs> the mock simulator <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah I'm going to pick a 52 man roster with the uh, trading away number 3 pick <laughs> but I'll tell, I, I tell you what really surprised me the fact that we have actually traded up to number 3 to take Trevon Morig because that's definitely <laughs> the number 1 pick that we're going to have Take a safety after signing an extra safety in free agency. So it kind of of starts to to shape what we're going to look at in the draft now because we definitely need depth at um, cornerback. And while I thought we might have taken that in the third, fourth round, I think potentially the second round we're going to end up uh, taking a cornerback there, Um, especially with us taking what is presumably going to be a quarterback in the first uh, round. 
So yeah, it's it's starting it's starting to take shape. We're getting a little bit more cl- clarity. Um, I tweeted out of the the group Twitter account yesterday just to basically say, look, we've had a really good free agency. It's really difficult to say who we're going to target in the first round now. Um, obviously, within 24 hours, we all know who we're going to target now in the first round. Um, so that was an interesting exercise just to see what people were saying. Um, we now no longer look as though we're going to take safety. I'm not, I'm not going to rule it out. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to rule it out, but uh, yeah, it's it's looking very unlikely. Um, so yeah, it's it's just so exciting at the moment. Um, it's yeah. a great time to be a 49ers fan. Um, over the last few years, Shanahan and Lynch have stayed true to the word about what they intended to build. I think Jen, Jed York needs to take some applause about this, some credit. He has stayed out of this. He's put in a team that he was happy with. He's extended both the coach and the um, the general manager. He's quite happy with the way they're playing, even though we haven't won a Super Bowl yet. It was always about a six-year plan. And I think as fans, we all turned around and said three, four years ago, if we can be competitive on a yearly basis be there or thereabouts at the, the end of December, we're all going to be quite happy. And the moves that they've made this year, definitely in free agency, um, past years in the draft where they've picked up really quality players, and now with this trade, it looks as though we are going to be competitive for at least the next 10 to 15 years. If, 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 <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if this first out. round pick works out. Um, no, no one's mentioned Trey Lance. I just think I just think there was such a chance to get him at twelve, um, unless unless you know they knew somebody was going to take him before that. We'll see what all the scouts and you know how the people start doing new mocks and everything. Um, yeah, you, you, the, you don't move up to number three to take either Trail Lance or Mac Jones, unless unless they really 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 like them and they really fall. It, everybody would be gone then you just maybe they tried to trade to four to five and all they could get was free for this and they had to keep going up you you know they tried to get to yeah seven eight six whatever it might be and they shift so it's possible so the thing is with that i mean you, you always if you were confident that that player is the player that you want it it doesn't matter which spot you trade up to you trade up to to make sure you get that player yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there, who's to know we, we haven't been on the phone to everybody that was above us and try and trade one spot, two spot, three spot, just to be able to get trade on or Mike Jones or whoever it is that Kyle and, and John have fell in love with. Um, it's possible. But the, the fact that we're at three now just opens the gate to everything. We can have, apart from Trevor Lawrence, I think, Anything is is on the board, uh, which might not have been the case at six or well, five. Or... Didn't the Jags get a new QB this week? Maybe they're looking at <laughs> trade the number one. <laughs> CJ Beth has, it, yeah, it, yeah, I've heard he's quite good on his day. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, well, that was a conversation killer. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <laughs> Jeez, sorry, lads. I was going to say, Najee Lynch might not be it. The BYU pro day for Zach Wilson. Isn't there another player that? you'd be interested in us taking that he could be watching. I don't think he's, he's uh, eligible. Yeah, I think it's next uh, year. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, Fred, Fred Warner's brother is playing there uh, and, and he's a safety, which we'll need next year. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, um, 
it, it was at BOEU. I, I just sent you a picture on the on a, on yes, our little chat group, and there. it's basically Robert Saleh and and John Lynch uh, and Kyle uh, at the BYU <laughs> Pro Day all together. So they must have been talking. They know some. I think some things up, and I really hope we can get Zach Wilson. That would be so cool. Well, Chris Sims seems to think we're going to get Mac Jones, but I uh, don't know whether he's doing that just to be controversial or throw his opinion maybe. out there. But uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, Mac Jones I... is a good quarterback. Yeah, I'll, I'll be absolutely gobsmacked if we take Mac Jones at number three. Yeah, I'll be gobsmacked in April, and then very happy when we leave the Lombardi with whoever we go on the center. Um, I'll just tr- I'll just trust whatever we pick. But yeah, yeah, let's dream for Zach Wilson right now. Yeah, and then... definitely. <laughs> right, does anybody else have any other points that they want to raise before we uh, call an end to this breaking news podcast? Uh, just no. quick word, uh, have you seen the, the news about default running again? I think that's awesome yeah. as well. It's just been so many good news this week. Naji, I think it's absolutely excellent. It's, it's like hearing the news that Stevie Wonder can see again. I know, yeah. It's, it's so good when we had basically nothing for a, a whole season. Didn't know what... Not even what kind of injury he had, and apparently he's running and he's looking good. So we're gonna have D4, the Bukam, and Bosa, and Armstead, and and Kinlaw, and oh, it's gonna be. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for August now and September, and oh, can't wait. It's a good job I got practice on Sunday. <laughs> so just a quick awesome. question: we we don't play at MetLife Stadium next season, do we? I don't think we do. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I hope not as well. No. Because that's the only thing that can derail us, really. Um, yeah. Injury. Yeah. Right. Great. Thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, it's such short notice. Yeah. No worries. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, I think it's definitely worthy. Um, a worthy topic to get on at the short notice and um, speak to people, tell people what we're thinking, um, and and just sharing that. So yeah, fantastic. Okay, so thanks again to everyone that listens to the show. If you haven't done so already, please rate us on iTunes and remember to subscribe to ensure you get the latest podcasts when they are released. Also, check out our YouTube channel by searching for 49 Faithful UK. Until next time, stay safe and go Niners. Go Niners. Walgren, Bill Belichick, where all students of Bill Walsh don't ever forget.